What's happening, peeps? Happy Friday, happy free style Friday, where I break down one minute Wednesday in marching order Monday, making the world a better place one minute at a time. This week, I'm actually going to reverse it a little bit. I'm not going to talk about marching order Monday first. I'm going to go with one minute Wednesday first and get into a really good story about my neighbor's neighbor and up has a great, wonderful ending. So, is it worth it? Let me work it. I put my thing down, flip it, and reverse it. Don't know the rest. But we're starting with One Minute Wednesday. And the topic this week was got milk. Just a very simple question. The milk producers of America had came out with milk does a body good. I remember that. It's an 80s baby, right? Born in 78. So milk does a body good was their slogan for a long time and the sales actually declined because they're talking about the benefits calcium how it does a body good the nutrients and all that stuff didn't work didn't resonate with people and then they just asked a stupidly simple question got milk apparently the answer was no because people went out and bought milk in droves and their sales skyrocketed now (laughs) from beyonce to brett Favre. We've seen those commercials, the milk mustache, right? And there's some sexy ones that come to mind. I thought Cindy Crawford was in one, but I think that's the Pepsi commercial. But anyway, how many times have you heard somebody just go in blah, blah, blah about themselves, talk about all the benefits, features of their company or service, and you just want to fall asleep? Cable companies, (laughs) you are the absolute worst at talking about gigs. I still don't know what a gig is. I called the cable company for my parents and she kept relaying that it was fast in terms of gigs and megabytes per second. I'm like, you're talking to me. If you're talking to my parents, my dad would flip his shit right now listening to you. But why not just ask a simple question around their family? My my friend, baby Seth Thompson talks about this all the time. Why not ask a question? What's your family size? How many devices do you have? Do you work from home? Do you have kids that maybe are in college or they do homeschooling. Why don't you give examples of a family size and how much you use as opposed to, to gigs? Little story around this. Great story. I remember stepping into my new role as, as chief revenue officer with Premier Plus about a year and a half ago. And a nice gentleman, super nice kid named Brandon, he was from a news station. He set up an appointment to talk about marketing. And I try to take as many appointments as I can for my fellow sales peeps You know, give them a fair shake. I respect the game. I respect everything about it. So I try to take as many appointments as I can because I did need help. I needed a lot of help, actually. But I wasn't just going to tell him, right? You got to earn the business. So I told him beforehand, do not mention the word reach to me. Little side note, you know what reaches 93 million Americans every year? A phone book. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I think about reach. So do not mention the word reach to me. And we were good on Google ads and the website. So don't go down that path. You're just wasting your time. He goes through his entire presentation with his manager on the Zoom call. And they're talking about Google, SEO, reach and impressions. I'm sitting there thinking, I told you, I told you, I told you. I patiently listened. He had a 45-minute presentation. And he asked if I had any questions. (laughs) I said, Brandon, I appreciate your time. And I respect what you do and also what I do in my time. You went over an entire presentation of stuff that I don't need help with. 
you could have gotten my business by asking one simple question. You said, oh yeah, what's that? Kyle, what do you need help with? Never once did he ask me before that call or on the call, what do you need help with? Had he asked that, I would have said, I need help with OTT and streaming ads, right? I want to get in front of the YouTube TV and Hulu audiences. I need help with that. Do you do, you do that? Of course. Of course you do. Him and his manager looked like fish out of water. They were speechless, just sitting there like, oh my God. And they said, well, yeah, yeah, we can do that. And I said, no, I'm good. I'll be engaging with other companies. The point is this, ask questions and then shut up. Sales is like dating. If you just sit there and talk about yourself the whole time, then that girl is never, ever going to go on, on a second date with you, ever. You have two ears and one mouth for a reason. Shut up and listen and ask questions. All right, shifting gears. I'm going to shift those gears over to Marching Order Monday. And I asked everybody to neighbor up. Go introduce yourself to your neighbors if you haven't. If you already have, make sure that they have your number. If they have your number and you got a good relationship, just shoot them a text, letting them know how great a neighbor's they are and how blessed you are. So even going back to our first house when I was 21, I learned how to be a bad neighbor by being loud and obnoxious and partying all the time. But I had a neighbor, Dan D'Souza, kind of, you know, he was an okay guy, but he taught me a lot about being a good neighbor. And I've carried that with me since. In Checktown, we had the best neighbors. We had Trish and Chuck next door, good old Chuck charm. We had Johnny Hansen, who taught me the importance of neighboring up. We had Gino, my boy Gino, who was the best chef ever. Oh, my God, do I miss his cooking. Just so many great neighbors around us. It was it was wonderful. And today, I have amazing neighbors. When we moved in this house seven years ago, I'm in the point to write down my number and introduce myself to the neighbors. On one side, we don't talk a lot. It was it was Doug and his wife. We didn't talk a lot to them. They recently moved and it's vacant. Somebody else is moving in. But on the other side, we had Deb and Bob, and they are just two of the most amazing people on the planet. The type of neighbors that you dream about. Now, Bob's a retired electrician. Deb's still working. <laughs> She's still working. She's as lively as ever, right? I use their snowblower to clear both of our driveways, our driveway and theirs. I borrow tools. They call me for help with, you know, things like the internet and their computers and TVs. It's a great reciprocal relationship. Deb still cooks like she has 10 people to feed in the house, so she feeds me well. Me and Lisa Marie, she feeds us a little too well for the waistline, but I'm not complaining. She's an awesome cook. Her hummingbird bun cake, like she tries new things. That's not the point. Last week... I was on the phone with one of my mentors, Jacqueline Manning, and I see a call from Bob. I thought, okay, well, he'll just text me later. Then immediately, Deb called, and I thought, oh, no, I've got to take this call. Something's wrong. Got off the phone with Jacqueline. Deb said, Kyle, Bob needs your help. Bob needs your help, but can you come over? I dropped everything. I could hear her voice. Something wasn't right, so I reached over. Bob's on the couch saying he's having chest pains and he asked if I could run in the hospital. Hell no. Hell no, I'm not ready to the hospital. I'm calling 911. Fortunately, we live right down the street from the fire department and they were here in like two minutes. Shortly after the paramedics arrived, 
And I asked Deb to get Chinook and their, <laughs> it was their 200 pound sweetest can be Malamute dog outside because he kept licking Bob like Chinook could tell something wasn't right with Bob. And so she gets him outside. Deb, she was an absolute wreck as she should be, right? I can only imagine if someone's having a Lisa Marie, how I'd, I'd react to that. So the paramedics rushed him to the ER. I told Deb to get in the car. We're going to go down there. Uh, so they get they get Bob settled down, and he had to have emergency surgery to replace a stent and put another one in. Had Bob gone to bed, he would have died. He was about ready to lay down and go to sleep for the night, right? But he knew something was wrong, so he told Deb. He called me, and so... If he would have gone to bed, he would have died. But he got there in time for them to do their job. After an hour and a half after the surgery, I left and I told Deb to call me for a ride. Now, I had also helped Deb call all of her, you know, her kids and Bob's kids, right? They have a big family. Deb was in no shape. She cried anytime she talked about it. So, <laughs> yeah, it was a little weird saying to their kids, hey, this is your your parents' neighbor, Kyle, calling, but... I just wanted to fill you in. Deb's a wreck right now, as she should be. And then I, I told him what was going on. Helped her set up a group text so she could just send one text to everybody to keep them, you know, abreast of the situation. After an hour and a half after the surgery, I left and I told Deb, call me for a ride. And I texted her later saying, I locked her door and took the garage door opener to get in when she called me for a ride. No, I did this because I know Deb and she's too damn stubborn and she would have walked home if I didn't. She didn't have keys. I did. Checkmate. You have to call me Deb. <laughs> and she did. And I had a truly waiting for her on the ride home because God damn it, some days you just need a drink. That was definitely one of them. Here's the point. This is what neighbors do for each other. If we want to fix America, shut off the news and go talk to your neighbors. Yes, you can get by without knowing or befriending your neighbors, but why? Life is easier when you neighbor up. Remember block parties? <laughs> yeah, I think I'm going to bring that back in my neighborhood. It's good to neighbor up. So I hope that you introduce yourself to your neighbors. I hope you have a great relationship with your neighbors. Shut off the news. Neighbor up. And everything's going to be just fine in the United States of America. Absolutely love you, peeps. I hope you have a wonderful week. Weekend, actually. It's the weekend, isn't it? Wherever and however you're listening, I appreciate you so much. Do me a favor. If you like this podcast, just tell one person to tune in to Marching Order Monday. Just tell them. Tune in, Marching Order Monday. I've got more subscribers than I thought I'd have at this point, which I appreciate each and every one of you. Thank you. Love you, peeps. Peace.